0: Like, do you have experience with, like, uh, oh, how do I say this? Like, uh, hmm, like the stuff they do at the, uh, I can't remember. Fred Francis works there. Like, uh, bricolage? Bricolage. Do you yeah. Have you done, like, kind of like the radio kind of stuff they've done there?
1: Or? I did a midnight radio about uh, three years ago. Oh, really? It was, uh, their Christmas show is called Yinzer Scrooged.
0: Uh. So it was, so it was
1: <laughs> a Pittsburgh-ized uh, Scrooge, I was, um, Jacob Marley, but Jacob Marley was Andrew Carnegie.
0: Andrew Carnegie.
1: Um. Whew.
0: Okay. I'm not so familiar. I like, I know the story, but I don't know like all the characters. Who what was the original character's name again?
1: So Ebenezer Scrooge is, I guess, the antagonist of yeah. the story who has yeah. the like change of yeah. heart. Yeah. Heart. Right. At the end. Um. And then Jacob Marley was his partner who died. He's he's the first ghost who oh, shows up with okay. all the chains and everything basically to say if this you is gonna keep, happen right? To you. right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. If you keep doing this, this is where you're headed. Yeah. Um
0: I'm just remembering as soon as you said that, I remember the Bill Murray scrooged. Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like his yeah. old like mentor and is a zombie and everything. Yep. So wow, did you have to do like a different voice? You're a guy who likes to do like a lot of voice. Yeah. stuff like you can really change do you like what'd you do like where'd you go with that like scottish scottish yeah yeah i think i've seen you do scottish before i only know you as an improviser I don't, i've never seen you do like uh play work type of stuff you know just uh do you do a lot of are you really good with that kind of stuff like uh switching into different accents
1: i would say yeah um Although yeah. I, I, well, I mean it's it's a thing i enjoy it's a thing i've I feel like I started doing very early on. Um, And I don't know if um, it was. I remember when I was a kid, I really became fascinated, I think potentially because of reading Rainbow, with like trying to do um, uh, like sound effects with my voice. And I remember like getting books to try and do that. And I, (laughs) at the time, found that I was not very successful with that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so I feel like I started doing voices instead. But it's also a thing where, like, my sister and I, I think, just did that a lot as kids. We really enjoyed, like, acting and... uh, Oh, yeah. Just doing stuff, like, and mimicking things. Uh, And it's weird. So sometimes, even unintentionally, I will... Especially if people have very distinct like voice patterns yeah i will sometimes find myself unintentionally starting to like mimic that if oh it's really? <laughs> if it's really specific
0: even if it's not like uh, like an accent or anything like just like the like a certain way that they talk yeah yeah
1: yeah it it can, <laughs> it can be weird <laughs> um, no
0: like i've done i mean <laughs> nothing to the like uh, the height of you doing it there's just sometimes where like even if it's like at work and someone just has like a little bit of like their voice is just a little bit different than mine. If they like ask me something, I'll respond in their voice. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just like, hello, how are you doing? I'll be like, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah I do that all the time. It's an interesting
1: yeah. thing. It's like, I don't know if it's, uh, like a subconscious, just mimicking to kind of find a, a commonality or a comfort yeah. level with the person or if it's something else, but yeah, it's it's definitely something I will do sometimes <laughs> unintentionally.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many siblings do you have? You said you had a sister.
1: Just yeah, just one sister.
0: Are you the older or the younger? I am yeah. the older. You're the older. Uh, oh yeah. no! How yeah, old yeah. are you, by the way? I am
1: 39.
0: 30? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm super impressed.
1: Oh, Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, I get. I like. I. I don't. I definitely get a lot of like, I don't look as old as I am. I don't get that maybe as much since I've had a beard the past couple of years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have the facial hair now. Yeah. yeah. But
1: uh, also cause that, that took a really long time. Like I don't grow facial hair quickly. So if it comes Same off, here. it's gone for a while. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I think uh, I've had people on occasion say things like, you seem like you could be anywhere between oh, yeah. 25 and 68. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I oh mean, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's somewhat of a joke, but yeah. Yeah, at the same time.
0: How'd you I mean. respond to that? You're like, oh, thanks. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. It's I'm, like, I'm cool, flat. I've
1: got a, a big range to work with. And, um, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, I, I guess I'll say, like, I'm talking to Mike McBurney. Hey. My, my uh, coach on GameShark, and all-around improviser, actor, but, uh, like, yeah, I remember, like, I, I joined, like, 2015, so, like, when did you start growing the beard? Now, like, I'm intrigued, like...
1: So, the current beard, I <laughs> started, um, I guess that would have been 2017. I did uh, another show with Bricolage, which is not like the Midnight Radio, It's called uh, Dodo, yeah, and it was an immersive that took place at the Carnegie Museum of Natural History. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, um, and partially in the also in the Carnegie Museum of Art. Um, yeah, but I uh, for that experience, I played a character called the Explorer, and basically they just said, you know, yeah, if you could grow a beard, you feel <laughs> like that would really work for the character. Yeah, and thankfully that ask happened in. I want to say like late August, early September, yeah. so that by the time the show started in October, yeah. I had like some form reasonable of facial scruff. <laughs> yeah, and by the time uh, the show ended, I, I actually had a beard. Yeah, in in November. Did you
0: ever have like a full beard, like a big bushy beard? Nope. Do you do you want that? Nope. No, no. no. I'm always jealous of guys who can do, it, especially bald guys. Sure. Like, it's very it's very impressive, but like I'm so impatient with trying to grow a beard.
1: Oh, I think a lot of people I've I've definitely seen many people who have like gorgeous <laughs> beards. I <laughs> yeah. the only time I previously uh, grew a beard was for a different play like back in Oh, actually now that I'm thinking about it, uh it actually probably would have been partially play partially like hockey playoff beard attempt. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> But that would have been back in like 2014, I think. Yeah. And I didn't really, since it was the first beard I ever had, I didn't really, I had no idea what I was doing in terms of maintaining it. A <laughs> beard, yeah. So I kind of let it go. Yeah. And that's when I found out, oh, I can't just let this grow because uh, it just starts to get super curly and wispy. And yeah. <laughs> I... Did not like it after a point, oh yeah,
0: it gets really annoying then like you like have people tell you like there's like a method to it you got like, oh no, you gotta like trim a little bit. Oh, yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah. By the way, can you, like, lower your microphone? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, the, like, the bars... Because <laughs> I'm looking right through the bars. It's, it's like, it's it's like, like you're wearing movie. a mask. Yes. <laughs> but. Yeah, but, um, I mean, when did the whole acting thing start for you? Like, Oof. I mean, is that, like, the typical, like, story about, like, oh, yeah, you were... You did theater in high school when you were younger, or...
1: So, I guess it's it's an interesting question with me, because... It's a question I also like have had to kind of think back on and rediscover at points, I guess, because it's, yeah. it feels very, um, piecemeal kind of. So again, when I was a kid, like my sister and I really just enjoyed, um, kind of play acting and putting on plays like for Christmas, yeah, people would come over and we would put on like many plays for people. Yeah. Uh, For guests. Right. Like we would reenact things from Oliver or a Christmas carol. Um, And it was definitely something I always had an interest in growing up. I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that my dad was an English teacher and specifically like kind of specialized in teaching Shakespeare and Shakespearean plays. Yeah. Um, So I think early on that probably was an initial spark, right? Just the interest in what my dad did. Um, oh, yeah and kind of trying to learn about that. Um, is I guarantee there's also like, uh, as a kid or as a slightly older kid, like I was definitely <laughs> weird in the sense of, I was probably one of the only sixth graders I knew who could tell you what, the plot of Hamlet was. Um,
0: See, like, I think that's cool. <laughs> I mean, but like people in sixth grade wouldn't think that's cool.
1: Correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> nor, nor did my sixth grade teacher. Um, Cause again, I would say in sixth grade, I was also kind of an insufferable shit in my own ways. Yeah. Um,
0: like a smart ass or no,
1: like, like uh, a little bit mm, too much of a know it all when it came to certain things. Oh. Um, <laughs> And, oh, okay. like, yeah, I was not, like, a class clown-type kid. Oh, no. Um, God, I wish I had been. <laughs>
0: uh, th- that's, like, a weird line. because Sure. Because like, sometimes the class clown can be, like, a dick.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah.
0: Like, I tried to be the class ca- clown. But then, like, when you walk out of the classroom, you just go, like, oh, shit, these people are my friends.
1: <laughs> that yeah. can be, yeah. Yeah, they
0: laughed at me just being a dick. Yeah. So, yeah. it's, like, that fine line, you know, just... Yeah, like, I think you're better off not being the class clown.
1: I mean, uh, I guess. For better or for worse, it just <laughs> yeah. wasn't the case. But I... Yeah. Like, so I was very interested in that stuff as a kid. I did some stuff in school. But then I actually, like... Uh, so I went to Catholic school until... Uh, through seventh grade. Really? Yeah. Oh.
0: Um, Is it one of those schools where it was, like, preschool to eighth grade? Uh,
1: well, it was a couple of different schools. So I went to, like, kindergarten at... Um, Vincentian, uh, which at the time, like didn't have Vincentian, I think is, is bigger now than it was, or it seems to me like it was. Um, and then, uh, I went to kindergarten through third grade at St. Alexis out in Wexford. Um, and then fourth through seventh, I went to St. Sebastian's is down the road in Ross Township. Technically yeah. where my family lives is in St. Sebastian's parish, but when my dad's family bought the house where <laughs> I grew up, um, his mother couldn't really handle like the steps at St. Sebastian's and Saint Alexis is on a flat oh, surface. Okay. So yeah. that was so I went to a couple different schools.
0: Were they all Catholic schools or Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Were you brought up very religious? Yes. Oh, really? Oh yeah, is yeah. your family still very religious or
1: yes uh ish, ish. Um, I'm not. You're not. Are you?
0: uh you like flat out like atheist, or did it come out to that? Or you just? I would
1: say at this point, largely yes, but
0: little agnostic. Agnostic
1: is probably a little bit more of an accurate descriptor. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, Being atheist, like that's even a commitment. I've I've noticed, like, there's some atheists. I like. I don't have it in me to be like, "Well, you're stupid." Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't have that much energy in me. I just. I think I've like talked to other people with just like the whole like, there's no way to like prove this stuff.
1: Right, and at the same time, with religion, it's not necessarily about proof, right? Like faith is about belief. Yeah, um, and that's cool. I'm I'm basically on a page of uh, believe what you want to believe, as long as it doesn't cause harm to other people. Yeah, or create um, sort of systems of belief that cause harm to other people. Because you could be a good person, but if you like believe that uh the way someone else lives their life is wrong and they're not harming people they're just like living their life Life, in their own way whether that's a different religion or sexuality or whatever the case like if it's not hurting you or anyone else but you want to put yourself into like well but my my belief system says that's wrong and so therefore you're like that's i i call bs like yeah i'm not cool
0: with that um Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, the, the, that's like one of the things I just always get confused by. And I follow that stuff. I mean, like, I wasn't, gro- like, I wasn't raised religious. I went to a Catholic school, like, from like preschool to third grade. But like, my parents were never like strict on like faith. They yeah. just like say they're Christian, but like, I never like they don't like preach the word of God. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh no, my I'm, mom taught CCD. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, did you have to go?
1: Oh, well, I mean, I went to Catholic school, but so now, uh, although... Once... Oh, because it was,
0: like, for public school kids. Right. I Oh, yeah, I had to go when yeah. I went to public school. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> once
1: we switched to public school, basically because tuition got too high, and there were other problems in the Catholic school, oh. just in the sense of, like... Um, I know a big, big thing for me that I really liked was going to Catholic school for so long... The class size was super small, you know, yeah. like everyone f- n- had known each other for so long that by the time you get from like fourth grade, to seventh grade, everyone knows essentially everything about everyone else. And like yeah. you're kind of stuck in whatever dynamics you are with each other. Or that's how it was. I felt for me. Yeah. Um, so when I went to public school and it was like a change of, I don't know, 40 people in a class to like 500 people in your class. Oh, yeah. I... Liked that, actually, a lot. I, wait, but, I,
0: like, to make it bigger? You yeah. liked the change? Oh, I thought this was going to be, like, you didn't like the change from public school.
1: Oh, no, I, I very much preferred it.
0: Oh, yeah, you didn't like the small classrooms or, like, everyone knew everything about everybody? and
1: Right, because it was like, well, you know, because you're always that person, kind of, to those, the people that you yeah. know in seventh grade and you knew in fourth grade. Like, whatever embarrassing things happened, like, yeah. you know, the time you crapped your pants in the computer lab. <laughs> It's a thing that happened to me once. Um, Or, uh, you know, or just the fact that you were always like considered a dweeb by this person or you're always friends with that person. Like, you're just kind of always that. That
0: stuff never leaves people's heads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Now Now that you like explained it, I. I know that completely. People are just going to be like, oh, yeah, you're the guy who embarrassed himself in yep. that way. You're the guy who did the disgusting thing. Yeah. yeah. You've never evolved. That's just my opinion of you. Right, exactly. For as long as I'll live.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, changing over to public school, and it's like, oh, there's hundreds of people here, most of whom don't know who I am. Right, and yeah. I don't know who they are, and I, and we can get to know each other, and we don't, at the same time, there, there, there's no expectations, you yeah. know, like... Um, It's just, it was a new environment and I very much appreciated that. Yeah. I mean,
0: uh, like I had like, I didn't even like think of that stuff when I moved from like after third grade, I went into public school, like in fourth grade. The reason like I was so shocked is like kids were like way meaner in public school than in Catholic school. Oh really? Oh yeah. Like from when I, like my experience that, or, like, they just talked differently. And this is just not even, like, a cultural thing or a race thing or anything. It was just, like, kids in general. They were just, it was different from, like, re- like a religious school to just a public education. And, you know, man, this is coming from me when I was bullied a lot. Like, definitely, like, I did not know how to respond to when people were just flat out, like, rude to you. Sure. I was kind of like, oh, what? what? Like, you know, yeah, when they were just flat out insult you. So that was, like, very different for me, like, going in from, like like Catholic school to like public education. I mean, you know,
1: yeah. Interesting. I mean, no, and fair. Like I would say I also, I guess had the opposite. So I definitely was bullied in Catholic school. Really? Yes. Um, uh, a good bit. Um, that was a much bigger problem. I would say that was another part of the reason in addition to tuition that, we eventually left. Yeah. Because um, it was getting bad. Yeah. Well, and especially there were like, again, it's just this set group of people. So like there were a couple of people who were just like serious bullies. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, uh, this one guy, Mark, who I, he just basically, he, he was like the bully. There were, there yeah. were other lesser, Echelon bullies He's, But like Mark he was, was the, the main guy, guy. Yeah. He was just like A dick to everybody Right yeah. And I mean like He sent uh, my friend Brian to the hospital Once with like Internal bleeding Really? Yeah Because he beat him up In the gym locker room After gym oh. class Oh my god Yeah uh, And I mean like He He was one of the first people I ever I guess Got in a fight with Yeah Um. Because on I the remember playground. you like Saying
0: like something Slightly about that Like yeah. practice Because I remember like Our teammate Our teammate Jim was like Has anyone here Ever been in a fight? I was like I think, I mean, like, I got hit by a kid who used to bully me, but, like, I was just joking around with him. And I just remember you were just flat out like, oh, yeah, I did. You know, just basically, like, growing up, being bullied, you know. Yeah. But, like, you got into, like, a fight with him. How'd that start? I mean.
1: I mean, it was a pretty standard. Like, he and, uh, like, a couple of his friends would decide to pick on um different people, especially at recess. And like, I was frequently one of those people. Yeah. Um, a lot of times like I would get made fun of for, uh, clothes like, cause, um, it was like, Oh, your mom dresses you or whatever, which again, I mean, in probably like fifth grade or whatever, just how I grew up was largely true. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I didn't necessarily, I hadn't gotten to a place in my life where I picked my own clothes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I can relate to that. I mean, yeah, but yeah. there are people in fifth grade who probably do. And, yeah. Um, and, uh, but anyway, yeah. So like, uh, I just, the the day that went down, basically like just that situation, they would tend to back you into a corner of the playground where you couldn't really get away, like, oh. like up against like a fence oh. or something. And like they, uh, the, I, mean, I remember like, the one guy held me while Mark took my shoes and like threw them in this mud puddle and so like <laughs> i i just ran over and i uh, punched him right in the crotch as hard as i could <laughs> 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 um and he went down uh and yeah. i i got my shoes and i you know like took off um and he couldn't really retaliate then uh because i just made it my point to, like, hang out near one of the, like, recess monitors, right? Yeah. Like, one of the adults. Adults who, who yeah. watched the... Yeah. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of a, yeah, a one and done kind of fight. Oh, like, he never situation. messed with you after that? Oh, no, he did. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> um, I don't know, it was a weird thing of, like, I the dynamic changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, probably from my perspective that I made it a point to like watch more in terms of not allow, not, not trying not to allow myself to be in a position where I could get cornered or be yeah. alone. Yeah. So yeah, this is a weird weird situation.
0: <laughs> no, I know that experience way too well when they all like <laughs> crowd you and they're like, they don't yell at you, but they talk down like, Oh, you think you're cool? Like, well, yeah. I, yeah. Your mom dresses you, huh? I mean, uh, yeah, like yeah. that kind of like talking down to you type of thing. I know that all too well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it'd be pretty open hostilities. <laughs> but like, you weren't bullied as much when you went into public school. Or? No, not at all. In fact, like one of the only situations I had. I mean, because I I also went to public school in eighth grade. Uh, so I mean, like middle school, I feel like dynamics are a bit different. Dynamics mm. definitely change. It's not to say like there are certainly uh, bullies and and whatnot in like high school and things of that nature, but. Um it it, tactics change, I feel. Yeah. Like, um and I just didn't run into for all I know, maybe it was because I had run into that in Catholic school. And so like I was aware of certain behaviors. Yeah. But there was the only thing I ever ran into was there was one kid who also transferred from the Catholic school to the same public school I did who was a bully. Yeah. And he was literally the only like he sought me out and like decided in part of eighth grade year that it was going to be like his mission to show me that moving to a new school wouldn't make anything better.
0: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I remember one of my bullies, you said that to me, like, so like, wait, he only messed with you like one time and then that was like it? No,
1: a couple of times. Like he, he like stole some stuff of mine. Like, like he figured out like what, where I was headed in terms of classes or like lunch, I think, um, people would have to put like books or book bags or whatever in like the locker certain or places. Yeah. Well, it was like a more, not just a locker, like an open area. Yeah. Um, and so like he would take stuff, uh, and, uh, occasionally like walking past each other in halls, like he would intentionally try to maneuver to like trip me or like knock into me uh. or whatever. Um, so uh I tried uh, confronting him about it and that didn't necessarily go super well yeah. Um, so then I just went to <laughs> uh, like I don't know a vice principal or something and I was just yeah. like, hey there's this kid we have a bit of a history <laughs> um, oh. And did
0: you get shit for that because like knowing my experience we were like oh yeah, you went to the principal you couldn't like go against me yourself.
1: I mean, I may have gotten from him, but yeah. we never we we never really interacted after that because it was like he basically was made aware that like, okay, well, we are aware of the situation and we're watching you now, yeah, and like if something happens between the two of you, it's gonna be probably we're gonna figure it's on you, yeah, so we didn't really have too much interaction on that, and I didn't really get stuff that I recall from other people again because I was a newer student. But I also, I also feel like just because of how that guy was, I don't think he made a ton of friends, you know? So it wasn't like he had a crew that was like coming after me. Oh, really? (laughs) And I mean, in retrospect also, I feel like uh, what I did know of him, and I think I was even aware of this at the time to a degree, like, I think he dealt with a lot of stuff like in his home life or I don't know. Like, yeah. And so I'm sure that's why he was the way he was. Oh yeah. Probably sucked for him not having an easy time making friends either. It's just, that's how he chose to To act. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, like, you know, I've heard things about my bullies. Yeah. But you like, you don't know. And you know, you can't be flat out just like, oh yeah, you're doing this because your life is like this. No, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. no. I've, I've had that experience, too. And, wow, <laughs> our experiences are the same. Because I remember a guy who um, used to bully me a little bit. He was, like, two grades above me. Uh, he would never beat me up. He would just, like, talk down to me, like, just insult me to my face. I right. remember, like, when I was in, like, 10th grade, uh, we were at an assembly, and I was sitting behind him, and he was sitting with his other guy, who was in the same grade as uh, him? Of course, they were like best friends, and he also made fun of me a lot. I, I just remember he was like oh, Kramer. Like everyone called me Kramer, and he was like Kramer. I'm just gonna make sure to make this the worst year of your life. And then like his friends oh, that found that funny. I remember sucks. one time he uh, uh, he like insult insulted me because like uh, I was on the swim team, which is uh, oh nice. Right. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it I, yeah. It's um. It was good exercise, but just, like, yeah. uh, like really thinking about it, just, like, I really didn't, like, relate to anybody. Okay. There was, like, good people on the team, but I was just, like, it wasn't, like, uh, like, my crew. Sure. Yeah. But, like, I just remember, like, oh, wow, ninth grade. I remember it was, like, after lunch, and people would always hang out in this hallway before, like, everyone says, okay, you can go to your next period. Right. And... I just remember he was standing there with the other guy, Anthony, and the other guy Matt, who never said anything. He was like a cool guy, whatever. Like <laughs> makes me laugh now. But uh I just remember like we had to get like physicals of course and Yeah, yeah. I just remember like, Hey, did you get your physical yet? I was like, uh, was like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm about to get it this week and he was like, Why don't you just why don't you just like forge your mom's signature, you Stupid piece of shit And I was like I was like um Because uh, I don't want to do that And then he just like ins- Flat out insulted me In front of like uh, His friends And just you know Because like I mean I'm a sensitive kid So I just kind of like Stood there and like Took it Yeah Yeah I-, I just still like Remember something He said to me He was like What do you smoke weed Or are you just Naturally this stupid And all his friends Found that funny And I Ugh. just kind of Just walked away Yeah j- But then like You realize like I haven't seen that guy At all Right. And that's like a weird thing you realize is like, you don't see these people anymore. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of, I'm thinking like if I saw them in real life, I wouldn't be like, fuck you. I'd probably just be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, cause like I have nothing to talk about with yeah. that person. Yeah. I mean, if you, have you ever bumped into a high school bully after high school?
1: No. No.
0: No. <laughs> when did you graduate high school?
1: Uh. The before times. No, I graduated <laughs> a land before yeah. time. That no, was about my high school experience. Graduated <laughs> in
0: 1997. 1990s. Oh, oh, yeah. so you're 1979? Yes. Oh. Yes. I don't know why I'm so amazed.
1: <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> the last of the 70s baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, party 70s. Yeah. Woo.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so um, like you grew up you and your sister were mm-hmm. so into, you know, doing the voices and doing all these different characters. Does your sister do
1: acting? Um not no, not per se. Um like she got more into uh, Irish dancing at an early age. Um, oh really? Yeah. So she Is it like from a Michael Flatley? Oh, this is pre-Michael Flatley. <laughs> yeah, no, she would be the first to uh, like. Oh, she not that a, she was dancing. It was a BMF before was Michael, Michael Flatley was dancing because he's older than she is. But yeah, yeah she she started yeah. she started Irish dance before Riverdance was a thing. Oh, like um, what what
0: started that obsession?
1: Oh, just Irish like uh, heritage and whatnot in our family. Oh, okay, like, oh, okay. So my you're... parents basic. My parents met. At like a St. Patrick's Day event, yeah, um, <laughs> in in like the early seventies, yeah, um, and so like my well, I mean, both of my mom's parents came from Ireland, yeah. So I'm second generation on her side, um, okay. And then I don't know, my dad's family is just all Irish, like they are not um, newer here. I mean, like probably at least. Uh, probably like fifth or sixth generation. I don't know. For whatever reason, they just kept marrying Irish people because that's <laughs> what you did in and that apparently. time. As well, <laughs> I mean, like it's, you know, cultural thing. Yeah. Um, especially in Pittsburgh, you you have like neighborhoods, right? That were whatever for periods of time, like yeah. Bloomfield. Like is, Irish only or like... Well, I mean, that's just... People would like gravitate towards other people. Like Bloomfield is called Little Italy because there you know like a large italian community there yeah. although if you go back um from what i've learned over the years it's actually not entirely true like the, oh, really? yeah no i mean like it was also very much like uh, an irish and german and polish yeah. community in bloomfield but let's just call prior it little... to <laughs> yeah. the overwhelmingly italian community yeah. in bloomfield i also
0: heard bloomfield's very like you know uh, I think one of like the stage managers told me this cuz she lives in Bloomfield. The one time I talked to her she was like, "Oh yeah, like everyone like hangs out with each other in Bloomfield." Yeah. Like that's like a, just a big community over there like a lot of people just know each other and just uh, hang out.
1: By and large I'd say that's true. I mean, I live in Bloomfield. Really? Yeah, I've lived there for uh, about Eight years now, oh. Seven years, something like that. Are you happy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I really <laughs> like Bloomfield. I mean, it's not without its uh, random things as well, but no, I, I, I yeah. agree. Like, largely, um, it's uh, it's a pretty decent place. People are uh, fairly nice to each other in oh, general. Yeah. Friendly, I guess. I would say. I mean, I don't worry too much about. Uh, it being like uh, dangerous in any way. It's yeah. not to say that things don't happen on a case. Of course, but I mean yeah. it's a city; things are gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Um. But like, I, I guess, like, your life's never been in danger
1: because you lived in Bloomfield. No. No. <laughs> I've never, fe- I've never felt that way. Oh no! You
0: just, you just dig it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's,
1: uh, yeah, like it's, it's a pretty calm place
0: okay uh another thing is did you do musical in high school for some reason i did musical in high school so i'm always assuming like people who act or do improv i'm always curious like do you do did you do musical
1: yes but um what (laughs) well so when i when i made the move to public school i also like kind of got in like some of the earliest friends i guess i made um were also theater people, but they were stage crew people. So oh. I be- I became, whatever, um, a stage crew person from like 8th grade to 11th grade, 10th yeah. grade-ish. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, the first two years of high school, I did the musical, but I did it from the tech side of things. Oh, yeah. So like we did Fiddler on the Roof, and when Frumacera comes out on stage... In uh, you know, Fiddler. I know. <laughs> uh, I did
0: musical in high school, but I don't know nothing about musicals. Okay, okay no, no, so no, no, that's fair. What's the character's name?
1: Uh, Fru Masera is so the main character of Fiddler on the Roof. Tevia, right? Yeah. Has this nightmare one night? Yeah. Uh, well, he claims he does. Uh, that's fine. We'll just say he does. <laughs> um, it's a whole thing. I don't want <laughs> to get it, but uh, yeah. But he claims he has a nightmare, and that um, that this. Uh, Former wife of this guy, uh, Laser Wolf, that he had maybe was going to match make his daughter with. That, like, Laser Wolf's dead wife, Fruma Sarah, like came back from the grave in this nightmare and basically said she would haunt them forever, right? Yeah. But it's always like Frumacera is this big, terrifying presence, usually in the stage production. She's very tall and, like, moves around a lot, okay. exaggerated figure. So they built this, like, rig. Um, with a dress over it yeah. that the actress who was playing for Macera would would climb into the top of it. Um, And I was the person inside the bottom of the rig who would, like, push it out on stage, and when she would stomp on the floor above my head, like, I would start spinning as quickly as I could, (laughs) like, this thing, and I'd move it and shake it and whatnot. Um, And, you know, do stuff with sets. And then, like, the... 10th grade, we did Annie, uh, and I graduated to a pin rail operator for that, which is like um, (laughs) the fly loft system, like curtains and different pieces coming in and out on the stage. Oh,
0: so you controlled the curtain?
1: Um, Yes, uh, but also like anything that came in on bars, if different set pieces or like Sykes or other curtains... Like in a proscenium stage, there's there can be a series of bars that have different types of curtains or set pieces or whatever. So I would bring those in and out. um, Yeah. Like just by using this pulley system over to the side of the stage. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. Were you like, oh my God, this is the big, (laughs) this is the big deal? I've Uh, I've moved up. Yeah. No. No. I was (laughs) like, I'm not Mike the Sweeper anymore. (laughs) Mike the get under the platform and move it around. Um, yeah. But uh, Mike the Sweeper is genuinely a thing I was called for a while. Um, stage crew has its own weird whatever. But um, yeah. but yeah, no. Actually, yeah. then I, uh, at the end of 10th grade, the guy who was the tech director at the school yeah. for a lot of the musicals and whatnot, decided he was going to direct, uh, like tech direct and direct, a stage play at the intermediate high school. And... um. This uh, one girl who I knew at the time, a um, classmate, wanted to audition reading. Like they had um, sides, uh, okay. which is just when you. Was well, this auditioning
0: for the musical or? This
1: was auditioning for like a non musical play. Oh, a play. That it, he was directing. Oh, okay. Um, and so they had uh, parts of the script, right, that you just read as part of your audition. Okay. And the one she picked had. Um, I think she was like last or something in that wherever the order was or there was no one else around at the time. So she didn't have anyone to read against right away. And then also the side she picked had uh, like the character she wanted to read for and then like two or three other characters in it. Um, So since I was like kind of not Mike the Sweeper but still sort of Mike the Sweeper always (laughs) to Mr. Patterson, um, (laughs) he was like, McBurney, go read against her. Like just read lines. Um, and I, uh, like, when I looked at this, I was like, "Well, there's different characters," so I just started doing different voices for the different characters. Oh, okay. Because in my brain, that's just what makes sense. Yeah.
0: And you're, you were used to doing that, right? Yeah. Right.
1: Like from a, an early age, uh, and that was he was uh, after I finished. He was like, "Wait, so you, you can like act." I was, you know, well, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I've done that. But, you know, I really enjoy the stage crew. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and He basically was like, no, that's great. You're in the play now, though. Like, yeah. you're, you're acting. In you're the play. good. Um, yeah. So, were you sad to leave stage crew? I mean, yes and no. There were definitely, like, there was definitely some uh, backlash from my stage crew friends. Not oh, really? all of them, but, like... Some of them, there's definitely like this. Oh man, you're you're an actor now. Blah, blah, you blah, yeah, like
0: you want you want to be in front, right? <laughs> you want to have the
1: spotlight on you, yeah? and and the perception, which is, I mean, not untrue. Uh, in a lot of cases, it's not true for anyone or everyone, but I mean, like the perception that actors think of stage crew as less, right? Less important. Yeah. Um, They're not the ones out there doing things, which is absurd. Everyone who does anything in a production is important to the production. Um, Like everyone
0: has something important to do. Right. Whether
1: you are running sound lights, performing on stage, running the curtain, um, if you're sweeping, if you're cleaning up the theater, if you're ushering, like everyone who comes together to collaborate on a project is important. Yeah. But, But, you know, that's like a thing. Like, you know, when, like, especially like, I remember I
0: went to a show at the, I always say the full name, Arcade Comedy Theater. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to learn the sound booth. I'm thinking like, sure. there's a lot of work that goes into that. It's not, it's not a simple thing. Yeah. Like running the lights. And like, there are very, uh, what's the correct word to describe it? There's a lot of people go like, whatever, that's easy. No, you shouldn't like blow not, off that. Yeah. You shouldn't blow that stuff off. And then like, even like the like things that were like in the news when like the Oscars were not going to air like certain categories, being oh. like,
1: I forget like, like the technical categories.
0: Like uh, they weren't going to sh- air like uh, the winner of like editing or cinematography, and like who did that? Yeah, but and then like they changed their minds, obviously. Sure. But like, and I. Like, a lot of people, like, stood up for that, and I agreed with it. Going, like, you know, every part of a film being made is important. And, like, editing is really good. And, you know, cinematography, like, you need cinematography. You need good editing in a movie. You sure do. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, so, like... I, I agree with you. Like you know, when people just like poo poo, I'm going to use a fancy word like poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> that's fancy to me. Yes. Yeah, no, poo-poo, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Poo poo. Like <laughs> are, I'm going to use that now forever till I die. But when they do that kind of stuff to like small things, that's kind of sad. Because yeah. Like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe it's, a lot of it's coming from like
1: no knowledge. I agree. Yeah, absolutely with that. It's, yeah. It's I largely no knowledge, um, and by relationship lack of appreciation for yeah or respect for yeah um but yeah I and, and large almost every time I think that's based in a lack of understanding and knowledge of oh yeah those things yeah
0: yeah I mean like not to say that acting doesn't take work too oh it but, absolutely does oh there's too but there's like sometimes just super pretentious people who are like oh, I'm putting my heart and soul into this <laughs> like I'm really doing a whole workout here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I,
1: and at the same time, it's very true. Like you can, there are people who pour themselves into a role completely in different situations, different roles. Yeah. And, uh, acting can take a lot out of you. Any kind of performance, if you really commit to it, uh, probably should take a good bit out of you, but it doesn't, it doesn't make it more than or or more important than other parts of what's happening. Yeah. Um, And it absolutely can also lead to uh, like anything, if you let it get to your head, you can become someone who is, is, feeling themselves too much, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like, oh yes, well I am amazing at these things. Like, um, I am fantastic at this. So, which yeah. can then become very dangerous because yeah. then you start to maybe relax about it. Yeah. And then maybe not as good. Yeah. As had been. It like,
0: oh, this is a piece of cake. I'll just knock this out of the park. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that's actually really important. Like, yeah, appreciate everything that goes on to in, in, into a production, especially with like, like, credits in movies that long list of people who yeah, yeah, work yeah. on the things like people can easily forget like you know oof, like a key grip yeah like no one could just be like yeah it's just so and so yeah yeah that's wrong. a dangerous i mean hmm, maybe i don't know if dangerous is the right word but just like hey yeah, people can easily forget that stuff because yep. it's like but yeah you're not uh, i don't know a famous you're not hugh jackman i'm mean, like <laughs> know, sure <laughs> Yeah, but are you Hugh Jackman?
1: Yeah. It's like, no, but Hugh Jackman's movie wouldn't be great without like all of these people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just people
0: and people go like, oh no, it looks cool, but you know, yeah, it was a whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you know, so you did the musical in tenth grade? That's when that moment happened or mm, so I didn't do the musical in tenth grade. I did
1: like this play. Oh play. Right? Crap, I'm sorry. But then in eleventh yeah. grade I mean, so I did that and I was like, this is pretty, I mean, I do enjoy this. Uh, and it was, it's a feeling that I've experienced since then a couple times, I guess, where it was like, oh, right, I really, really enjoy this, like, yeah. performing. Like, it feels, uh, I don't know, natural to a degree, but it also feels, it feels good. And it, you know, it feels like something I i want to do, I, I like to do. yeah, um, And kind of need to do I don't know that's a weird thing I'm in my head about that now <laughs> oh, kind of um, need to do
0: like what do you mean by kind of need to do like you feel like
1: well like it, in the sense that in doing it, it it having not done it for a while and then doing it again it's it's a feeling of like oh right this I was missing this yeah you know like I didn't have this and I didn't realize until now like doing this that I kind of Want or need this? Like, if yeah. I don't have this, I'm missing something. Yeah. Like I'm kind of missing a part of who I am. Yeah. Um. So wow. I I did then in eleventh grade and twelfth grade come to that kind
0: of realization when you were that young. I'm it, like super I mean, jealous by that. Yeah.
1: But but at the same time, and this is what I say, like it's happened before and it's happened again. Like, so I guess I came to that realization. But you know, like then I did go to college and I did do theater stuff in college with a group there and whatnot I yeah. moved back to pittsburgh and i did like
0: no oh, wait, wait, where'd you where'd you go to college
1: i went to penn state
0: oh okay so um, that's a little out of pittsburgh or is... yeah
1: i mean it's state college aside from the main campus of penn state there's <laughs> yeah. not, not a town i don't there. know any of this stuff no, in yeah. middle <laughs> pennsylvania it's a weird place um but uh I mean, and Penn State is in and of itself also a weird place, but yeah. uh, but there's it, there's a good place in the sense of like the the theater group I was with and, and the classes I took. but um, <laughs> I you know, I moved back to Pittsburgh after that, and then I, I did like one show um, that a friend of mine asked me to do when I moved back, and I, I did not care for that show. Um, and was it a play or it was a play?
0: Um, Why didn't you care for it? Was it kind of like the material was kind of just yep. <laughs> iffy? Or?
1: No, it was... Yes. Uh, did you say empty? Like iffy or like... Well... <laughs> <laughs> so this guy was a high school friend of mine and he was... By the time we got out of college, he was like the music director slash events coordinator for... Um, uh, Ingemar United Methodist Church out in the North Hills. Oh, and he yeah. was like, so we're doing this play and I'm trying to get people together. And it wasn't like, um, I don't know, offensive in any, it was the opposite of offensive. It was, I like to sometimes describe it as if um, you could take like the most <laughs> bland uh, play you could imagine that's like a, a 19th century Kind of whatever, and then you just water it down some more. Yeah, um, um, it was just boring. It was very yeah, just like yeah. There's there's nothing really going on in the play. There's like no big moments or like <laughs> I guess if, from the playwright's perspective, I'm sure there were, <laughs> but I what was it about? Uh, parts of that have probably been just <laughs> lost to time in uh. my brain. It was, it was it was just about like this family that was. Struggling to th- learn how to live. Like, were they poor or no? They were very, <laughs> they were very middle class, class yeah.
0: yeah. Um, that's the, we're comfortable, but we still need to learn, yeah, how to live. Uh, yeah, is this a religious kind of yeah. play? Oh, there's were there like was there like a point where like someone was like praying to God and like God comes and's like, Hey, hello, son, I'm <laughs> here to help you. I, <laughs>
1: if God showed up, that would have made the play <laughs> immediately more interesting. He wearing a
0: jean jacket and some sunglasses, it's like, Hey, what's up,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no that that did not happen. It was it was about finding like strength in yourself through. Uh, well. Um and uh, yeah, I mean it wasn't bad. Well, no, it was bad. It was, it was it was bad in the sense that it was just I I didn't it wasn't exciting. It, no. I felt like I don't know what you know this is like not the kind of thing I would think of normally doing with theater. So I didn't do. Mm. Anything after that for a long time, and part part of that was just that was like, after
0: college. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: and part of that was like just working different jobs, different schedules, right? Like oh yeah, having uh, schedules. You do tech stuff, didn't right? Didn't allow for. Uh, I mean, like my most recent job was in like uh, IT. Yeah, but um, I did different things. I mean, I worked in a warehouse for a while. Really? Yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, I've. I've uh, like when I first moved back to Pittsburgh, I I worked a bunch of weird kind of pickup jobs, like just as a kid right out of college. Like I did, um, bottling at Penn brewery, uh, for a while, like, uh, that's just like under the table and and here's a meal. Um, uh, Oh yeah. Like if we need help bottling things, uh, I worked in a (laughs) warehouse for a while repackaging Was maybe one of the most boring jobs I've ever had. Although I did get to, uh, illegally drive a forklift. So there, that was that. Um, and, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I wasn't, oh, you, I wasn't licensed, licensed. or oh, certified. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, just um, try it out. It's easy. <laughs> but I was, I was, uh, I mean not terrible. I didn't wreck anything okay, with the forklift, so, yeah. so I did okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, eventually I got a job doing like bar promotions, like going to bars and doing surveys um, oh, okay. Like, marketing surveys. And this is um, what you do now, or...? No, I did that for, like, uh, maybe three or four years. That was, like, the first, like, steady job I had out of college back yeah. in, like, 2004
0: or something like that. So, what you would go to, like, bars and,
1: like, would you go to, like, to
0: events where there's a lot of beer being served and...?
1: Typically, like, bars... Um, just in general, like you yeah. have bars that you go to, but there would sometimes be bigger events. Like it was through like a marketing group. Right. Yes. Um, so you do marketing surveys for them. And then, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So I did, I did that eventually like got, um, a job where like an office job. Right. Yeah. But until, uh, and even after I got the office job, there were variable hours for a while. So like doing all those things, um, I wasn't doing anything in terms of acting and I kind of couldn't because my schedule was very erratic. Yeah. Um, oh, you didn't have
0: like a steady, like nine to five? Oh, Oh, yeah. oh okay. Because there were
1: yeah. even one or two times where I, like people I knew or I met uh, doing some of these different things be like, you know, oh, you, you know, talking and be like, oh yeah, I'd do some acting stuff or whatnot. Um, yeah. Come try this. And it's like, I can't really, I you know, my schedule's weird.
0: And would that annoy you? you go like, ah, oh, crap, I miss it.
1: Kind of, right? Yeah. Kind of. But like, I would also not, I wouldn't like stress or overthink it too Oh, much. really? Uh, I wouldn't. And then in like 2009, uh, my schedule finally like was regular. Like I was, I was regular, regular nine to five ish. Yeah. Um, and someone was like, come, uh, you know, try out for this thing. Yeah. Um is a play that Carlo University was doing my friend Bill was involved in and um, I was like yeah no you know what I will do that and I like doing that one play I had the realization again of like oh oh right this is what I like this th- yeah like oh I like it's just it was kind of a, like what have I been doing for the past uh, like six, five or six years. Like I haven't yeah. done anything like this
0: and. Cause you were rarely doing acting things at that point. Cause you were just working. Yeah. You're trying to make money, probably paying off school debts and. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, did you do like tiny things between that time or.
1: Not really. I, I worked, uh, I played a fair amount of Xbox <laughs> Are you a
0: big video game guy, or
1: I? I would not say I'm a big video game guy, but I mean I like video games, the same yeah. as a lot of The yeah, average person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it was a lot of that, and it, would it bug you from time to time? Where you're like, ah, oh, I miss it. But like you said, uh, like like it didn't bother me. It didn't bother you that much. But would there be like those random spurts? There
1: would be. Yeah. Yeah. And there would be times where I was just aware that like something was missing right oh. like i would hang out i would go out and do some things with people i would hang out but a lot of times it would feel like i was just kind of doing like i mean i get up i go to work and i come home and then like maybe i go out or maybe i stay in uh or whatever yeah. right but like i didn't i didn't feel like i had something i mean like there would be different things like if i was like well i'm gonna uh, learn about this or read this book or whatever. Yeah. But it just felt like there was something missing. And like, sometimes I would think about it, but it just didn't occur to me as strongly as it did. Once I did it again, that yeah. it was like, Oh, this thing, like the light went on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the play? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Oh, was
0: it like a really weird one or is it... kind
1: of, uh, so it was called East Lynn and it was this serialized, um, Victorian novel. Um, yeah. That was uh, kind of dry, to say the least, I guess. Yeah. But uh, so the interesting thing about how they did it was they staged the play. It was it was uh, adapted, right? Um, and they staged the play, and then they had a fake audience that was like of the time, like a Victorian audience. Okay. Um, and the thing is, uh, so a thing about theatrical audiences that people may or may not know. Um, I feel like theater people know. I don't know how many other people know, but like the concept of the modern audience and, and how we watch plays or performance, right? Like you go into a place and the lights go down and they come back up and action happens, but you're like more or less quiet Okay, is a, Newer, it, kind of a newer thing. Actually, yeah. a lot of it um, is from uh, like the development of Irish theater and George Bernard Shaw and and those folks. Okay. Um, like, no heard- theater is a thing you pay attention to. Yeah. And prior to that, especially in the Victorian era, um, and nineteenth century and whatnot, the audience uh, certainly, like in Shakespeare's time, uh, long before that, but the audience was a lot more interactive. Oh, really? Yes. So, like, when the villain would come on stage, like, people would actively boo and hiss. (laughs) Uh, And when, like, the hero or heroine would come on stage, uh, they would clap. Like, people, there would be an applause break. Um, often because that person would also be, like, really famous. But if people knew the play, yeah. it would be like, oh, yeah, no. Or, or once people got to know the character, be like, oh, yes, like, we love this person. Yeah.
0: This is the hero. Yeah. We should yeah. Be, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, when they put on East Lynn, they had people be fake audience to kind of lead the real audience in doing those things. Yeah. And provide some commentary on what was happening in the play to wow. sort of help with the understanding of it, since wow. it was kind of dated <laughs> material.
0: Yeah, like, no one does that. Not a lot of people do that now, I've noticed. I mean, I don't go to a lot of... Oh, it's been a while since I've gone to a, a theater production. I Maybe mean, that's something I should do more often. I mean, like... There's lots of it in Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, you know, you work for, like, uh, like the... What was it again you told me before we started recording? Like, or Throughline Theater Thru- Company. Thoroughline yeah, Theater, Which yeah. is,
1: like, um, kind of... Uh, like, community-ish, aspiring to be, um, you know, more, like, trying to grow more into a, like, um, I don't know, like, a position that's somewhere, it's not, you know, Bricolage uh, that has their own space, but also Bricolage is immersive, and they do a lot of different theater, but, like, Um, There are other theater groups I feel like uh, do similar, like 12 Piers uh, is another great group. Um, And that's in
0: Pittsburgh? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. uh,
1: That they do like some uh, shows. They have a series called Mythburg that they do up at Brillo Box uh, in the top floor. Uh, Um, Okay. But they also put up plays, like they've put up plays in the Pittsburgh playwrights space that Throughline also used last year. And um, like uh, they're... I don't know, kind of like non-professional but professional aspiring yeah. theater groups. They want to put on uh, productions that are high quality yeah. um, uh, and uh, relevant and, and kind of in the city community as well, I yeah. guess. Um, but um, but they're not the public or city theater um, or Quantum, I mean, quantum and picked. Uh, I mean, professional level theater where you know a lot of times you're talking equity actors. Yeah. Um, Are you an equity actor? No. No, because no. I like. I remember being told, I think
0: by like John Feitner, because mm-hmm. like his, his lovely partner, uh, Con Michaelis, mm-hmm. is an equity actor. Yeah. Isn't that like that thing uh, from what I heard? Is like you're only allowed to accept like certain projects as an equity actor. Yes. Like, so, well, how does that work again? You, you have to be paid. You have to be paid.
1: Yeah, you you can't not pay an equity actor, and yeah. there are minimums, right? Oh, for, nice. for what they can be paid, and there are certain types of work that you can do as an equity actor, uh, like that would be unpaid, uh, right? So, like Connor can do improv, yeah, um, because it's not um, it's not scripted acting in a theater. Um, where like, so equity wants to make sure that actors are treated because they're, they're working artists. Yeah. Like that is, that is their job. That's their career. Um, that they are paid an equitable wage that they have proper, uh, you know, breaks, uh, times respected and everything. Um, I've worked on productions with equity actors, um, like the midnight radio, I did with Bricolage. Connor was also in. Yeah. Um, And that was all, that was, I mean, an equity run production. Like, you know, the stage manager is um, not just um, taking care of blocking and and, and things like that and noting, but also making sure that, you know, well, we've been working for this amount of time. Like, it's now time that everyone has a break. Um, Oh, okay. You know, so it's not like, you're going somewhere, and it's like we're just gonna work for five hours straight. <laughs> like, no, that's that is no, not it's happening. No, that's not allowed. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's um, it's definitely a a very good thing and and a, an important thing if for people like to have a career in acting. Um, but yes, if you're an equity actor, like you couldn't, for example, work with through line likely because we as a company are so small and operate on such a small budget that we can't afford to pay equity actors, equity actors. Yeah. Like we, we pay, um, the people who work with Throughline um, get a, uh, an explanation of, of how we can provide, um, compensation where basically everyone who puts in their name when they buy a ticket, right. Yeah. Uh, like, a, they, you know, if you're in a play, right, okay. and um, you tell your family, friends, whoever, like, hey, come see this, and when you buy your ticket online or when you buy it at the box office, like, you know, give them my name, right? Say, I'm here uh, for Alex Kramer. Okay. Um, you then get one-third of the ticket. Of, like, the ticket right. sales or? Of that ticket. Of that ticket. Right. Okay. So, if, like... Uh, and our tickets, you know, are, like, 15, 20 bucks. So you get, like, $5, right? Mm, okay. Um, so if, like, 20 people come to the play and say, yeah, I'm here because of Alex Kramer, then $100, right? Wow. Just five times 20. Um, <laughs> okay. And, yeah, so that's that's the only way, like, a company like Threeline, because of the budget we operate on, is able to pay. Now, I mean... Um, the tickets for other theaters cost more, but they also get um, different grants and donors. I mean, you know, they they have a much larger operating budget and therefore they can afford to pay Yeah, actors who are, that's their work, right? That's yeah. their employment. Whereas folks who work with Throughline, by and large, you have an interest in acting. It could be that you also are, working to become a working actor yeah um, but you're not an equity actor Wow so yeah it's it's I mean it's a, it's a whole thing
0: <laughs> I mean uh have you ever directed a play yes really mm-hmm. like for through line or
1: yeah uh, I directed um, a version of Medea uh, about
0: Tyler Perry's Medea uh,
1: <laughs> no no um <laughs>
0: I would so love it if you're like yes,
1: yes, yes. Tyler Perry's Medea. Uh, I I wrote to Tyler Perry, and I was like, listen, there's this little theater group, huge fan, um, huge fan, small budget, but we really want to. No, no, no. Um, What's Medea
0: about? So Medea is
1: actually a, a Greek tragedy. Oh, okay. Right. Um, it is about um, this woman who, uh, so she's. Her husband goes off, um, right, and uh, he's he's going to become this uh, incredibly powerful person. Part of that is that he's also going to, like, remarry to this uh, other woman who is the princess of, um, like, the city, and and so he's going to leave his wife for her. But Medea, his wife, actually helped him. Like, so do you know um, Jason? Like Jason and the Argonauts, Jason.
0: No, sadly. Okay, no, yeah. that's fine. Yeah.
1: So, uh, other part of Greek myth. All Greek plays also tie into like different Greek myths, by and large. But um. Oh, okay. Uh, so Medea helped him obtain the golden fleece, right? Okay. She, she came from a, a foreign country and, um, they have children together, but now that he is back, like he is going to marry this other woman and to gain power and he's going to leave Medea and Medea's not having it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if you've ever heard the phrase like hell hath no fury, like a woman scorned. I think, yeah, I, I mean, before, yeah, typically like, um, Trin- like Medea will often be brought up in that concept, right? Because yeah. um, rather than allow Jason to essentially spite her and and leave her, um, when she sacrificed everything, like she yeah. killed um, her father and and you know like basically betrayed everyone in her own family to go with this man, yeah. um, she uh, kills his intended bride yeah right um and their children (laughs) like her his and her children yeah um so that they can't be with him um and then eventually at the end of the play she like rides a fiery chariot out um it's (laughs) it's, i mean because greek myth yeah uh, greek myth play but
0: um how'd you do that in a play
1: um uh, so I called up Tyler Perry, and no, <laughs> he's like, "Here's how Medea would do it." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, "Hello," yeah, yeah. No, we, um, I mean, we we altered that a bit, where it was more like um, there were these people who came out right in different costumes and acted as if they were kind of like a um, a kind of. Group of, I I don't know, like somewhat spectral but not like entities, right? That were kind of forming this chariot, like that they bodily formed a chariot that like yeah. carried her off. Oh, Okay. Um, What's the name of this play again? Medea. Medea. I have to look this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Wow. Okay. Uh. Damn. We're about to wrap up, but like, I was Are you still with your girlfriend? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. How long have you been together? Um,
1: it's been... It was four years in January.
0: Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I mean, um, does she do comedy or is she... No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but we actually... We did meet doing theater. Uh, she was... Uh, so she actually really likes also the um, tech side of theater. Oh, really? She, she got very into theater in college. Um, she went to university of Pittsburgh, Johnstown. Okay. Um, and stage managing, like she really, really liked stage managing a lot. So she got involved with through line, um, uh, 2014, I think she stage managed for a play we did. Um, and that I, 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 Saw, but I wasn't otherwise involved in, aside from being a company member, called A New Death. Okay. And then um, the end of that season, we did a uh, uh, play by... Um, oh, man, why am I blanking? Um, uh, <laughs> so we did a play called um, The Last Days of Judas Iscariot, Okay, uh, which is... Also very interesting um, in terms of like reexamining religion things. Oh,
0: this is the Judas from the Bible.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's
0: the name of it? The the something of Judas.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm massively embarrassed because oh, I no. want to say Gergitch <laughs> and I don't think is that, that his last name or the, like... the the playwright the playwright. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's like my brain's doing a brain farty thing and um oh
0: i i get those all the time so. yeah <laughs> but right there with you man also
1: as like uh Geerges. okay yeah i was close um, that's the name of the playwright yeah stephen edley Girgis okay um, so the last days of judas iscariot uh and catherine was uh one of the um assistant stage managers for that yeah because um, there was a pretty technical production needed a lot of. Where, did, you, where did this happen? This was Three Line, at the time was doing productions out of the Gray Box Theater okay. down in Lawrenceville, but down around like Thirty Sixth Street. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, we were doing the play there, and we just met. Um, I was in the play as a couple small roles, and she was stage managing, and we just kind of hit it off. That's um, awesome. So, yeah.
0: And it's just, it's been going on ever since.
1: Yeah. Uh, we we uh, collaborated after that at the end of Line season on, like, a um, sort of season fundraiser that Line did with, yeah. like, pieces of shows that we might do next year. Um, and so we got to know each other, I mean, a little bit better there, working, like, because I, I directed one of the small pieces for that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it just kind of became a... Yeah, like a friendship blossomed, and Mm -hmm. then like that was a thing. Yeah, pretty much. So
0: (laughs) I love hearing these stories. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) I want to thank you so much for doing this. Oh, absolutely! Thank you so much for having me. Thrilled to talk to you. Like I, I mean, I see you every week, but I never get a chance to like fully talk to you. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, like I've been trying to get better at that, but like there are days like I'm just like it's like right after I get out of work. Oh, I hear you. So there's like those days where I'm just like, whoo. Yeah Like so out of it But it was so nice To get oh, to like Know so you true. a little bit
1: Yeah you too man Absolutely uh,
0: uh, uh, Do we do the handshake sure. We can I hand- <laughs> A handshake did happen <laughs> It's true <laughs> it, it, You can't see Verifiable. it <laughs> Verifiable Verifiable <laughs> If you come up to either When this episode comes out Did you really shake hands, hands? Like, yeah. like You'll be like Hey Mike get over here Yeah 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 Did, did you really shake Alex Kramer's
1: we, hand we, Oh my god yeah we did <laughs> we, we really did And I'll did. say the
0: same thing Like hey did you really shake Mike McBurnie's hands Like he never lets anyone Shake his hands <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> uh, I'm all for uh handshakes provided people want a handshake. Like wash
0: their handshake. Yeah. wash their hands, yes. I am full one hundred percent support of handshaking. Oh yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. This is a thrill to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks Thank so much. You. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
1: You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collective.